Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Your Mindful Big Sister. I am so happy that you're here and I hope that your week is off to a wonderful start. If you're listening to this podcast with headphones or um, you're driving or jogging or cooking, just please be aware of your surroundings always and if you're at home, get productive or get nice and cozy. And just a little disclaimer, I'm not a therapist in any way. I'm not a professional. I am a teenager who has knowledge and mindfulness and I want to spread my passion with you guys. If you are having trouble with your mental health um, or trouble with your body, just please reach out to an adult that you trust. Um so guys, oh my goodness, this week has honestly felt like so, so long and I'm going to rant a little. Um, <laughs> um, I just feel like so, so, so exhausted sometimes. Um, virtual learning has really taken a toll on my mental health and on my stress levels and I'm a junior so, you know, this year is really, really important and so I'm trying to get all my assignments done and I'm trying to do my best in class because I want to build my GPA and this year is really important for college and um, my teachers assign so, so much, like I love them and appreciate them but like sometimes they give out so much work and sometimes it's really hard to like keep a balance and to stay organized when you have so many different assignments and different grades being put in and sometimes it can be really, really, really stressful and I know that a lot of you guys can relate and I'm so, so sorry. Um, it's been really, really hard. If you guys hear that sound, my dog just walked into the room. <laughs> I feel like sometimes when I record my podcast, it's like everything happens. It's like right now, actually, I was like almost 20 minutes into my podcast and then I got a stupid call and it cut off and oh my goodness. And the call wasn't even important. It was like one of those scam likely calls and it just ticked me off so, so, so much. Um... But <laughs> anyways, back to my rant. Um, I also do dance class. So, um, and like the type of dance that I'm taking, it's like kind of like at a more advanced level. So we're dancing every day. We're stretching every day. And sometimes my body is like really, really tiring, tired. And we do start school very early. Um, so I don't always get like the best amount of rest at night. And like with dance class sometimes it can be really stressful um i do have an audition next week um you guys are gonna listen to this on monday so i have an audition on wednesday um but i'm recording this on friday because sometimes i'm just like busy on the weekends um but my body has been so 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 tired my back is sore my legs are sore um but you know we're pulling through we're managing i guess <laughs> and i want to always like plan different podcast episodes and stuff like that um just so that you know everything can be a little more organized and i can take notes and i believe i said it in my in like my last episode I'm just really big on like categorizing things and I'm really big on like organization and taking notes and stuff like that. So that's just basically what I've been doing. But anyways, that is my rant. Um, oh wait, no, I have more to add to it. I can't believe that it's almost going to be a year since, well not this, not since the pandemic started, but since it created like a big impact in the United States. And it's just so crazy how fast time flies and how 
almost a year ago, um, you know, we got that announcement saying that school was going to be canceled for like two weeks and then it was canceled up until like April something. And then, um, until like May, we got like a notification saying like, you know, schools are closed for good. We're not going back. Um, um, and it's just, it's really crazy. And I know that a lot of schools try to reopen, um, and I wonder how, like, that's really going for a lot of people, but, you know, since the COVID cases are starting to get higher, our school, well, my school wants to bring us back into the building, but they keep on delaying things because of, like, the COVID cases here, and it's just, for a while, actually, um, like, around the end of November, my town actually became, like, a hot spot for COVID, so, you know, we did a lot of quarantining there, um, even though I haven't really gone out much because of the pandemic. In the summer, when COVID wasn't really that bad here in New Jersey, um, I went out, but only with my family and in places where it's like outdoors so I can socially distance. And after that, like I've mostly just been at home and... I'd have to say I'm going insane. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just so crazy how fast time has been flying and I I can't believe it. But guys, uh, just please practice CDC guidelines always and hopefully life can slowly get back to normal. I don't think life will ever be normal again, but um, of course, you know, we're trying to think positive. So just you know keep on practicing cd guide cdc guidelines and keep on educating yourself and educating your friends and your family avoid large groups of people avoid like traveling to different places and only go out if it's essential yada yada wear a mask wash your hands all that kind of stuff but so yeah that's that's my rant but um this week's episode is going to be on parents um i've actually been putting this podcast episode um off for a while um just because i feel like there were other um like things that i wanted to talk about that were a little more important such as how to be productive and successful in online school and then there was that like little message slash like meditation slash positive affirmations that i did for you guys um and there was like the q a on like advice and stuff like that um so i just feel like you know that could be a little more important but um I came back to my notebook where I write down like all of my ideas and stuff for like advice that I can give you guys and I came across my parents one and I did this in January. I asked a few of my Instagram followers to um, just like let me know and like to send me weird rules that their parents imply and like you know things that their parents want them to do and I actually related to it a lot. Um, but I won't be reading that until like the middle of this podcast. So if you want to skip it, then go ahead. Um, but in this episode, we're going to be talking about, um, my parents. I wish you guys could meet my parents and I wish like my parents were here doing this podcast with me, but they are working. So I can't do that right now. Um, and we're going to be talking about, um, just growing up, um, and living in a Hispanic household, um, I'm going to give you guys some advice on parents because I know that not everyone has it easy at home. Um, 
because sometimes you know their parents can be a little complicated and i totally get you and we're going to be reading the weird rules that my parents imply and let me know if you guys can relate to this because surprisingly i actually related to it a lot and i actually gave my followers like an example um of like a weird rule um and it's just it's really crazy how so many people actually can relate to it and i can relate to a lot of the rules that the people gave me um so yeah let's get into it so first i'm gonna be talking about my parents so my dad um came from el salvador to the u.s when he was 14 and my mom came to the u.s from el salvador when she was 16 i believe so um of course they only spent like a few like a like a um like a half of their life i guess or like a third of their life um in their home countries and i do think that maybe parenting was a little more different maybe it was a little different back then they were born in the 80s um and el salvador is a really poor country and sometimes they imply like their teachings um on us and sometimes um they like see like the new modern way of parenting and like family stuff and um yeah i don't really know how to explain it too much but um my parents actually have a really like interesting love story so basically they actually went to school together as kids and they were like they took classes together and stuff like that but they didn't always get along um and then when they came here to the united states a few years passed by you know they got older um and they fell in love um but my mom's parents didn't really approve of it uh but then you know they moved to texas and so my mom like kind of ran away to be with my dad um and i don't know i just i think that that's really crazy and um who knew like maybe if she didn't if she hadn't have done that i would have not been here today you would have not been listening to this podcast probably um (laughs) um and they've been together like they've been having like a love connection (laughs) for like 20 years now and recently they just made like 15 years of being married which is lovely and beautiful and i really want what they have like they are so supportive of each other and they just love each other so much and um they're like best friends you know and they communicate really well they don't have like a perfect relationship like you know sometimes we have like family conflicts um because you know no one's perfect no couple is perfect if you guys live in like a house all together you know you know that there will be arguments and stuff um but they always seem to communicate everything and um i just really want what they want they're really goals and i'm so 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 grateful to have that because i know sadly not everyone has that um so i'm very very blessed and i'm blessed that you know they always sacrifice they always make sacrifices for my sister and i and you know they always ask us what we want um for the most part (laughs) um 
and they're very, very supportive of my sister and I, and they're very caring, and they'll do anything to protect us, and I just love how silly and extra and sometimes dramatic and, um, I like how stern they can be sometimes, like, sometimes it's so, so, so annoying, but other times, like, I do understand that they're stern for a reason, um, but I am so 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 grateful to have them in my life so let's talk about growing up so i was born in new york the bronx and i moved to new jersey when i was like three years old and my parents um have always been like very united like they're like a team um but when my mom had my sister and i um i'm 16 and my sister's 14 uh so we're two years apart so I can't imagine like how hard it must have been with two little ones um but um my dad was working and there was a time where he was working two jobs um to be able to maintain our family and sometimes my mom would like babysit um kids in our town um or like her friends kids and stuff and she'd make some money off of that and they've just worked together but you know my mom chose to be like kind of like a stay home kind of mom to make sure that my sister and I had a good life and um that you know we weren't alone because we were small and you know we um like we're older now and you know now my mom is working um and you know she's working in New York and you know my dad has one job now so like you know they've been working together and stuff um but now you know it's because my sister and I are older and like we can take care of ourselves and we can take care of each other a little more but you know as kids we were only two years apart so you know when I was nine my sister was seven and when I was like five my sister was three so you know I couldn't like you know take care of my sister and you know my sister couldn't really take care of me um even though my my little sister actually acts like she's like the older one in a way but (laughs) she's really independent and very smart um but I'm very very grateful um for the family that I have and how you know, there my parents are for me. Like, whenever I had, like, an issue at school, my mom would go and talk to the teacher or talk to the principal, and um, they were always there for our assemblies, for, like, you know, field day, um, school parades, and they'd take us to places, and they still do. Uh, Sadly, because of the pandemic, we can't always do it. But, you know, my dad and my mom, like, even though sometimes they can be tired of, you know, working all day, they always make time for my sister and I and they always make time to care for us and I'm beyond grateful for that because I know that sadly like I said not everyone is like that um and we we go on trips and adventures and you know sadly because of COVID we can't do that too much but um as long as they're healthy and as long as they're with me I am very very grateful for that um but um, I'd have to say talking, uh, living in a Hispanic household has taught me a lot of things about, um, like setting boundaries and being respectful of myself. 
I feel like sometimes my parents can be like honest with me like straightforward and sometimes like the truth hurts but you know it's the truth and you know sometimes it can be brutally honest um and I guess I'm just sensitive um but (laughs) I'm very grateful that they are that like those type of people and that they do what they can to protect my sister and I and they're always there for for us and they're very they can be very strict and uptight at times but at the same time you know when it's time to have fun we have so much fun and we laugh we cry we get upset together you know um we argue of course um but i'm just i'm so so grateful to have them and i'm very grateful that my family is very united and we're we're very close and i feel like in a way the pandemic has really brought us closer and kind of like it really has helped us and i'm very very grateful for that but growing up in a hispanic household um i know that a lot of other cultures can relate to this um you know we have curfews and we have like you know rules like very ground rules and you know if we disobey those rules or if we break those rules there are punishments um i feel like there's this stigma behind like hispanic parents um and thinking that they're just abusive and it's not always like that um you know a lot of the time people think that oh like you're hispanic so your parent hits you with the chancleta which is like the sandal um or with the cincho which is like the belt it's not always like that and we also don't just have like salvadorian food in my case or you know like we don't always just have like mexican food or stuff you know like we have like food from other cultures as well and we my sister and I, um, we grew up, like, learning Spanish and stuff. I actually learned Spanish before I learned English, um, and we know Spanish. I know how to speak, like, pretty fluent Spanish. Like, I always, you know, get tongue-tied here and there, um, and I know how to read in Spanish. I know how to write in Spanish, Uh, which is really helpful, honestly, and I'm very, very glad that, you know, they taught us that, and I'm very glad that they taught us about our culture, and, you know, where we're from, and, um, you know, like, we talk about, like, our roots and stuff, and they always tell us, like, such interesting stories about our country, and it's, it's pretty cool, it's pretty cool, and, you know, we have, like, those days where we're all dramatic and extra, like, you know, everyone in the telenovelas, also known as soap operas, and, you know, we're extra, and we're loud, and we're funny, but at the same time, you know, when it's time to get serious, we get serious, um, you know, we have curfews, we have ground rules and stuff, and, you know, there's consequences, um, and I'm just, I'm really grateful in a way, because without that, I would have not been the person that I am today, and I'm just, I'm very, very, very grateful. Um, I've learned how to be very respectful, not just of myself, but of the people around me. Um, I've learned how to just be like very quick and organized with things sometimes. And my parents push me really hard to do well in school and stuff because they want me to do well and, you know, not have to work two jobs. Um, 
that require having to get your hands so dirty and require having to work so hard night and day, you know, cold, rain, um, snow, the burning hot sun. And, you know, they don't want that for, for us and they don't want that for my sister and I. And so I hope that one day I can repay my parents for everything that they've ever done for me and everything that they have ever given me. And hopefully I can, you know, have a good career one day and have a good education and, you know, just repay them for everything that they've done for my sister and I because I am so, so, so grateful. Um, so let's talk about parents being honest and real because most of the time, I'd have to say, like, my parents are like that. Um... My parents are brutally honest, <laughs> and I'll be honest, they, sometimes, like, they could be brutally honest, like, they don't even sugarcoat it, um, sometimes when I have friends come over, it's like, it's like they, it's like they can tell who, like, a real friend is, and who, like, a fake friend is, you know, like, I've had, like, like, it, if you're listening to this, and you're, like, my friend, and, like, you've met my parents, please don't just think that, you know, they're gonna hate you and stuff, um, my parents aren't like that, but, there have been times in the past, you know, my mom's like, oh, she doesn't look like she's going to be a good friend. She looks like, you know, she's just going to use you. And half the time it's like correct. And I'm like, wow. Or, you know, my mom is like, oh, don't wear that. You're going to make a fool out of yourself. And <laughs> um, at the moment, it's like it gets me annoyed. But like to this day, um, now I look back at it and I'm like, wow, you know, she was right. There was this one time in sixth grade, I decided to wear, like, these colorful neon socks with, like, these gold, sparkly, ugly-ass shoes, and she was like, don't wear that, you're gonna make a fool out of yourself, don't wear that, you're gonna make a fool out of yourself, and I was, I was like, I was like, no, like, no, let me be who I want to be, like, you know, don't, like, get into my business and stuff, and when I went to school, everyone started laughing at me. So, in a way, it's like, you know, it's kind of okay that they're brutally honest, but at the same time, like, not everyone can take that, and, um, you know, sometimes they can be a little harsh, um, because, you know, there's, like, body shaming and, like, comparing other kids to you, or, like, you know, why aren't you more, like, your cousin or something why aren't you more like your friend that knows how to do this and this and this um great I'm grateful that I haven't really gone through that I mean there have been times where you where you know like my parents are like oh why can't you be more like this instead of being like this and I always try to take that as like constructive criticism um but I'll be honest sometimes I am there there are days where like I don't want to hear it and you know I get upset and I'm dramatic sometimes but um I guess it happens <laughs> um but if your parents do want to be very honest with you and they do want to you know always tell you the truth and stuff take that constructive criticism there's a difference between like you know negative criticism and like constructive criticism and usually they want to give you constructive criticism because you know they want what's best for you or maybe they want to protect you from a situation that they have gone through themselves if that makes sense or they want to protect you from a situation that has happened to a loved one of theirs 
um, and, you know, they want to protect you from that, and I'm very, 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 I, I keep on saying that I'm very grateful, but I'm very, very grateful for my parents, so let's talk about a little bit of advice on, like, you know, parents and stuff, so know that you don't have to be like your parents. I feel like sometimes if your parents are successful in being a doctor or a teacher or something, like they want you to be like them, I'll tell you this, or like, let's say like your parent doesn't, um, doesn't support, um, like a certain thing and you know it's something that you know you should support you know that you don't have to be your parents and like you don't have to live in their shadow you are free to make your own decisions and you are free to support what you want to support and you're free to live your own lifestyle and you know this can do with um so many things and Um, Another thing is, I know that not everyone has, like, very understanding parents or, you know, they don't have, like, the kindest parents or their parents just give off, like, a lot of toxic energy. Please know that you are allowed to walk away from the situation. I know that it's hard um, not to, like, you know, raise your voice or sometimes, like, it's hard not to yell at your parents and stuff like that. Um because it happens to me, I feel like this week, actually, I've just been, like, really, really stressed out, and sadly, like, you know, my mom tells me to do stuff, and, like, she gets a little annoyed, and then I start getting annoyed, and then I'm like, oh, no, like, like, um, sometimes I feel bad about it, um, but, you know, know that no relationship with your, like, your, your relationship with your parents isn't always going to be perfect, um, but, it happens and you know especially now because of covid it's like in a way like we're all very stressed out and you know we're all trying to pull through and we're all trying to manage and you know sometimes we let out our anger on other people and we don't realize that and you know know that if your parents let out all of their anger on you and like you know they let out like all of your like all of their like problems and stress or like they blame you for it or like they criticize you on the things that you like to do or like the person that you're with um if you know like they make you happy or you know they criticize your body even if you're healthy know that you are allowed to walk away from the situation I know it's easier said than done and you know, I definitely recommend to find someone to talk to if you don't have someone to talk to in the family. I find myself arguing with my mom more than my dad. So usually I talk to my dad more about things like if I'm arguing with my mom or I just talk to both of them. Like if I have a problem, you know, that's like not in the family, but know that you are allowed to walk away from the situation and you are allowed to find someone to talk to you know if it's not your parent then go to a sibling or go to an uncle or an aunt or go to a friend a counselor um you guys can dm me if you have any questions or if you just need advice or you just need someone to talk to because i know that right now during this time it's like we're all really stressed out and sometimes we say things that we don't mean and that happens and know that Uh, Like, this one's probably a little easier said than done as well, but, you know, you should definitely have good communication with your parents, and I 
I want to talk. Like, I kind of suck at um, communicating with my feelings sometimes with people. I find myself, like, if I'm annoyed or upset, like, you know, I kind of just keep everything to myself and do something to just try to, like, get over it in a way. But recently, I have been more open to my parents about a lot of things. And they've been really, really supportive. Um, But another thing that I recommend is... If your parents are giving you a really hard time or just like a like a family member that you can't just, you know, cut off, you are allowed to love them from a distance and basically, you know, set boundaries and, you know, don't let them control you or manipulate manipulate you or, you know, gaslight you or use your things against you. And, you know, it's okay to love someone from a distance, you know, like, I love you, but, like, I won't open up to you, and I won't, you know, share all of of the things that are going on in my life with you because, you know, you did this, and it really, really hurt me. Or, you know, like, it's okay, it's good to forgive your parents as well, in a way, if they haven't done something so terrible, because you know, they are your parents, and it's kind of, it's, it's good to forgive, or to just let go of emotions sometimes, um, but yeah, so, um, I hope that if this advice helps you, like, you know, you guys can DM me if it does, or hopefully that's, like, probably, like, the advice that I have for you guys, I'm sorry if I'm stuttering a little, um, I zone out sometimes when I talk, but hopefully this advice helps you, and if you guys have any questions or, you know, um, if you guys need anything, you, you're free to, just feel free to DM me or, yeah, um, so now we're going to talk about the weird rules that parents imply, so, um, I asked my Instagram followers to DM me or send me um, weird rules that their parents imply. I put one of those question boxes on my story. You guys can follow me on Instagram at sang with two m's dot alvarez with three z's, or you can follow this podcast on Instagram at your mindful big sister. Um, but I received a few responses. My example was my parents banned me from watching SpongeBob, and believe it or not, a lot of people related to it. So basically, my parents didn't really want my sister and I watching Spongebob when we were kids um, because we would like inherit like their character traits I guess and like you'd see me saying like not bad words but like stupid um, and you'd see me like saying stupid a lot and I guess at the time like as a kid maybe like those were bad words but you know, now it's like, we say stupid all the time, um, but, (laughs) and it's not that much of a bad word, but, you know, my mom didn't really want us, like, watching that, I guess, and she just thought that Spongebob was annoying with his, like, laugh and stuff, and she thought Patrick was, like, dumb, and, you know, it's not like she wanted us to watch, like, super educational shows and stuff like that, but she just, she couldn't really stand Spongebob, and she couldn't, like, she didn't really like the fact that my sister and I were inheriting, like, these characteristic traits of, of like, the different characters and stuff, um, and I actually think that my mom didn't really want 
my dad watching like wrestling or boxing that much um when we were when I was little actually because I'd like become violent and I'd want to punch and like kick and um it's just it's crazy but you know little kids are like sponges and you know like we like as little kids like you know we would observe everything that was going on around us and you know we'd grasp it like we were sponges and you know we'd do that kind of stuff i actually take child development which is basically like a class where you learn about the developmental behaviors of children and stuff like that and we actually worked with little kids and one of the rules that my teacher told us was to not say any bad words because they will listen and you know they can repeat this constantly and you know they might not even know what this means she actually told us that one time this little boy went home telling his mom to f him to f herself um (laughs) i swear i started laughing so hard but the little kid came home telling his mom to f herself after he had heard some students say that so if you guys are like older siblings and you guys have like small like toddler siblings i would really lucky oh my goodness i'm sorry guys my dog is scratching (laughs) i don't really know if you can hear this lucky oh my goodness okay well this is embarrassing but hopefully you guys can listen to this okay um but you know like i was saying if you guys have like toddlers around your household you know i wouldn't really say like that many bad words or just things that you know aren't really supposed to be in a toddler's mouth um just because you know they can grasp that up but basically anyways let's get back to this i feel like sometimes i just like veer off topic um so the next um weird rule is um all of these are anonymous but i can't go without my parents being there phones in at 10 o'clock and if i'm lucky it'll be at 10 30 okay um i'm like that like i can't go out and just leave my little sister home alone um you know my parents have to be home um but my parents do let me go out like by myself but for the most part like they usually have to drop me off and pick me up from a place like they don't just want me walking around and the town that I live in is safe, but we are, like, like, next to a town that isn't really that safe, I guess, and so, in a way, I do kind of understand, like, where they're coming from, because, you know, they don't want anything bad to happen to us, and sadly, like, we do live in a society where, like, girls, well, most of the time, it's, like, girls, but I know also guys can go through this. We can't really walk alone um without feeling like we're in danger especially like late at night and stuff like that um but um i do definitely know where you're coming from um my parents used to be like that like to this day like they don't really want me sleeping over at anyone's house or you know they don't really want me hanging out with like people that you know they personally don't like really know or like don't really meet yet and like mostly like like the only person that i see that like they really let me go out with has to be gabriel which is like my boyfriend um and you know they always want to like talk to his mom to like know that you know 
we're not doing anything bad, but, you know, they trust us, but, of course, safety first, always. Like, I'm not saying that my boyfriend's a bad person because he's, like, the sweetest, most respectful person, but, you know, they want to make sure, like, they know, like, what we're doing and they want to know, like, you know, if, you know, someone's going to be there or what time I'm going to be coming back home and, but they still, like, let me go out and with the phone thing, yes, I can't, like, touch my phone after 11 o'clock, um, and, uh, there was actually a time where I had to give them my phone and, and they'd keep it in their room and I'd have to go to sleep because I was on my phone late at night. Um, and it's just whole, this whole other stupid reason why, but, um, yeah, I definitely know where you're coming from, but hopefully, um, your parents can let you go out, um, like on your own, like with your friends and stuff like that, but, um, I kind of know, like, where they're coming from, you know, especially if they don't know, like, your friend's parents or they don't know, like, your friend personally. So they just want to make sure that you're safe, I guess. But if you have your phone, then, you know, you should be able to text your parents and let them know that, you know, where you are and, like, if you're safe. And with the phone thing, um, I, I believe that, you know, they probably just want to take it from you to know that, you know, you are getting a good night's sleep, um, but if you are ever having, like, a problem late at night, you know, you should definitely ask your parents for your phone if you need someone to talk to, or, you know, talk to your parents. So, the second one is not letting me ever eat any sweets until I was, like, seven. Oh my goodness! Okay, um, my mom has always been kind of like that. Like, she's been a little stressed um, she, she stresses, like, our health and stuff a lot, and, you know, she doesn't always want us to eat too many sweets, um, or, like, things that are, like, bad for us, like, junk food, um, once in a while, she does let us have, like, soda, like, if it's a special occasion, or now that it's Valentine's Day, I have chocolate, like, I have, like, boxes of chocolate and stuff like that, so, you know, sometimes we have that, but, you know, my mom does, just doesn't want us to, like, you know, have, like, a disease or anything that's, like, really bad, um, but I hope you can still have sweets now, but I believe that maybe she, maybe your parents, like, didn't let you have sweets when you were little, um, just because maybe you were growing and stuff, and they just wanted you to be healthy. So, the next one is, I have to ask before I can shower or eat. Oh my goodness, wow, okay. Um, I hope that if you need a shower or if you need to eat they always say yes i actually can't shower um between five and six o'clock and this is recently a new rule that my mom implied because um usually that's the time when she comes home from work and when she comes home from work um she needs to um you know do things around the house and like she wants my sister and i to help her and she doesn't want me, like, in the shower when she has, like, a whole bunch of bags of groceries and stuff that she wants us to bring in, and, you know, I'm not there, so I kind of understand, but I hope that, you know, if you want to eat or if you do want to shower and stuff, like, I hope that your response is always a yes, and I'm so sorry. That sounds, like, really crappy, like, you must be, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Okay, The next one is, I can't go outside with my hair wet or I'll get in trouble. Um, yes, me too. Or I can't be, like, barefoot on the floor. Um, 
and I maybe this is just like a Hispanic thing maybe um they probably just think that you know we're gonna get really really sick but actually um I have gone out with my hair wet sometimes like sometimes I get out of the shower and you know my mom asks me to take the trash out and so I do and like the cold air like touches my my head and it's like my head hurts so much sometimes um so I know like where she's coming from or like where your parents are coming from um um and oh yeah and then there's like the vaporub vaporub um which is like that um Vicks thing but you know in Spanish it's el vaporú and el vaporub helps you with everything like you know is your if your credit score is low put vaporub on it it gets better if you're sick put some on your chest if you fell down the stairs and you hurt your leg put it on your leg um <laughs> um let's see i can't have boys over even if they're just friends okay i'm so sorry about this um it must be hard especially if you have like you know guy friends um but i recommend to just tell your parents about that and like maybe about how you feel um i know that like sometimes parents can be really protective um especially dads sometimes you know they, they don't want anything to happen to their little girl or their little boy or you know they just don't want anything bad to happen to you um but i definitely recommend like if you just have like friends over then you know tell them or like you know if it's a boy like a boyfriend or like if you if if you have like a boyfriend over you know you can tell your parents and you know build like a trusting relationship with them and you know show them that you know you can be trusted and you know talk to them and tell them like these are my friends and like i want to spend time with them and yeah just like you know try talking to them i know it's easier said than done sometimes and i don't really know how your parents are but let me know and keep me updated to say when you are going to the bathroom i think this is something else that um like we kind of do in my house but you know we just don't really want anyone barging in in the bathroom (laughs) um so i definitely understand where you're coming from um and you know you should do that that way you know no one barges in the bathroom when you're in the middle of taking a dump or in the shower or something they used to make me eat first and then drink my drink oh my goodness yes yes and i still do this to i still do that to this day the only time when like i'm eating and drinking is like when i'm eating something spicy or like it's really hot and like it burns my tongue but then other than that my parents don't want me eating and drinking at the same time or like if we're at a restaurant you know they don't want me drinking my whole drink before the food gets there because then i lose my appetite um so i definitely know where you're coming from from that um we weren't allowed to be excused from the dinner table unless everyone is finished okay um i also can relate to this a lot and um that also goes with like the no phones at the dinner table kind of rule or like you know if we're out eating at a restaurant together you know we can't really be on our phones like even if we are waiting for like the food to come and in a way i do kind of understand why um 
I feel like now, like, I see so many kids with, like, a Nintendo Switch or with their iPad or, like, with their parents' phone. And, you know, their parents are, like, trying to spend quality family time together. But how are you going to spend quality family time together if you have a phone in your face or you have, like, a tablet in your face or, like, a, like a, game, like a game system, you know? And, you know, if your parents are, like, working and, you know, you're busy with school or you're busy with your job and, you know, during the week... Um, or just during the day, you know, you all kind of go into your own separate ways. Dinner is like a really nice time to connect and to spend time together and talk and, um, allowing to be like excused from the dinner table, like early. I feel like sometimes, um, it kind of stinks because, you know, what if you're like a slow eater and, you know, you're sitting alone and, you know, everyone else finished their dinner. Um, so I do know where your parents come from with that because my parents are also like that and you know when we do get up from the table we always say excuse me and we go on with our day and actually in france um dinner and lunch and breakfast it's like you know those meal times are really really sacred and i actually learned in my french class that usually students would have like a two-hour lunch break so that they can actually go home and get together with their family and stuff and eat and spend time together and have like a big meal and it's actually really nice because I know that not everyone has, like, family meal times and stuff because, you know, their parents are working late or, um, they get hungry at different times. So, I definitely do understand, in a way, like, where they come from. And when I have kids of my own one day, hopefully, like, I don't know yet, um, I don't want kids right now, but, you know, if I have a family of my own someday, um, I really would like to apply this because, you know, I want to spend time with my kids or like my grandkids and stuff. And, you know, I don't want them with a phone in their face or with a, like a tablet in their face or like with a game in their face or something, you know, like I want us to spend time together and I want us to talk and stuff like that. And it's just like a really nice way to connect. So if you guys are, um, parents and you're listening to this mom dad if you guys are listening to this i hope you guys know that you know you're doing the best that you can and i love you endlessly and i am so grateful for you and i'm so grateful for all the sacrifices that you did that you do for my sister and i and thank you so much for always being so kind and so supportive and crazy and funny and extra and i'm just so grateful and guys if you have like a parent that you're close to or like if you have a good relationship with your parents or if you don't always get to see your parents, you know, hug them very tightly and, you know, tell them that you love them because, you know, tomorrow wasn't promised and especially with this crazy, crazy time, I feel like I'm very grateful to still have my parents with me and I'm grateful that they're happy and healthy and I'm so sorry that, you know, it's not always like that for so many people but, you know, appreciate your parents and you know let them know that you love them and that you are grateful for them and yeah i hope that you guys enjoy the rest of your week and i hope that you enjoyed this episode you can follow this podcast on twitter at mindful big sis pc at your mindful big sister on instagram and you can follow my main account at sam with two m's dot alvarez with three c's 
I hope that you have a wonderful day and subscribe to this podcast, turn on like the post notifications and stuff so that you never miss a new episode and I'm so grateful for all of you. Thank you so much and continue to share this with your friends and your family and I just really hope that, you know, this podcast is a safe space for you guys. So yeah, I hope that you guys have a wonderful day and I hope that, you know, you guys can keep on listening. Sincerely, your mindful big sister.